this is an enigma, but uh, we'll see how we go. That's a big word, a similar one. So we should be doing some stretches. Hi all and welcome to a special extended edition of Venurate. I'm Wongi and thanks for taking the time for joining us on episode 3. At the core of today's episode, we uncover the soul of Venurate when one of our founding members shares his Himalayan experience and how he lost his mojo. I'm also joined by fellow Venurators Bruto, Loot and Doc on site at Rick's Garage where we explore what they're doing right now and we see how their mojo is travelling. And finally, we get a chance to have a look through the lens of each of the Venurators and how they potentially are coming at each of our unique Venurate experiences. Today's episode takes a different spin because it begins with the telling of a story. We all have stories to tell. In fact, it's in the telling of stories that, that we get shared experience. And we found at the core of the Venurate journey is this goal to find and share experiences that enrich our souls, that help all of us connect with the collective mojo. So today, Brito takes the brave decision to share one of the toughest moments of his life and goes on to explain how it has led him to Venurate and finding what's right now. It's an inspirational story and something that we could all learn a valuable lesson from. I began by asking Bruto why he decided to share his story. Why why share is because it was something which I thought was going to be easy and it really wasn't. Um, and that's what's, lots what's of, and they, they can more? sometimes be the hardest things to deal with. So something that you should be able to deal with, but you just can't. Well, what's in your mind? What's the link between that and the mojo journey then, dude? Is because I had to find my mojo. I didn't. I'd lost my mojo doing something which I thought was going to be, and and it was off the charts. I thought when I got there, mm. and then I had to find it again. All right, because well, I lost it, and, right, and and that was what it was. It was how do I how do I how do I lose it? How to find it? At the end of 2018, Bruno and his son hiked to reach base camp of Mount Everest. For a man that never takes a backward step, it was a journey that left a lasting impression on both him and his son. We pick up his story when he's beginning to realise that things are falling apart, where he's been told that he's on the verge of having to be chopped off the side of the mountain. Brito begins by sharing directly from his journal of the time. There's a big problem. I'm starting to grow faint and I'm drifting off. I see Shit. Guy's face and it is concerned. I can't hear what he is saying, but I know... I can't leave him here. Caroline offers me an enduro. I say yes. Maybe the energy can bring me back for Kai. Dipper has to feed it to me as I am incapable of doing anything. I can't wash it down with water as my water bladder has frozen. Dipper gives me some water. I don't know how long passes but we start to walk, at least to the sun. Every step is an effort. It is, hum- out, it is humiliating, but I have to do this one step at a time. This goes on for hours, and we reach Gorek Shep. How long and after? I collapse in the corner. <laughs> how long after that happened were you writing your recollections of? So it's the night. Far- yeah. So you you like by the sounds of it at the beginning, dude. You were drifting in and out of lucidity. I did. I was and, gone. And then 
by the end of the day, though, you were able to recollect those thoughts yeah. to the point where you were able to write them down yeah. coherently. Yeah, so I was, I, 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 well, it was so vivid. The whole thing was so vivid, being so um, opposite of vivid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being, being out of here. But it vividly, was so, it was vividly unvivid. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like the oh, whole yeah. thing was like I was watching it. Yeah. Um, and I like watching myself not be able to speak, not be able to walk, you know. Well, when I left and I was just had this warmth come over me and then speaking to Dipak and saying, and he said, I was talking about how people had died and he said, oh yeah, like you did. He said, only their eyes did not come back. And I went, what do you mean? Oh. He said, oh yeah. He says you, and that's what he believed. He said, you're gone, they're not ready for you yet. <laughs> and I was like, really? He said, yeah, I've seen this. I see this. <laughs> and he said, what did he say? He said, you, he says, you are, he said, you are part of lion. He says, you, 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 you. Dude, that, that, that's a deeply spiritual moment, man. It's, You've got a guy yeah. out there who is living in some of the harshest conditions on the planet. Yeah. And, like, well, for him, oh, man, I'm getting goosebumps actually yeah. thinking about this, is that death would not be a stranger to... No, someone, a couple of people died the week before, and that's what I was asking yeah. about. And they said that they just closed their eyes, and then they closed their eyes, and they go. Um, his dad just died as well. So he was actually on a mission. He couldn't go in when we went to the... the so what they do, because they feel that God's done wrong by them. So um, they can't go into the temples. So he had to... So was he, so he, was he a Buddhist? To the was temple. he? It's just what, what, a, I don't know what, what their religion is, but... Yeah, but we went in and with the Buddhists. So mm. I guess he was, mm. because we went in and, and, and meditated with the Buddhists and he couldn't come in. So Kai and I sort of sat down for a while and meditated with them. And he had to stop at the gate because their God had done wrong by him and they do that for a period of time. Right, it's yeah. like saying we're angry at you yep. for now because you've taken our loved one. It's a, it's a, just the way they do yep. stuff. Yep. So all of this was going on with him and it was quite funny because he said someone else who says, I get the chopper for them, get a donkey and back. He said, but you have heart of lion. He said, they can't take you. <laughs> that's what he said. So I walk with you, but you must do everything I say. That's oh, powerful. Okay. Fire out. That's powerful, was, man. Yeah, it was, it was quite... You know, the other thing that really resonated for me, man, when you were, when you were reading back that little excerpt there, was that in the moment as you were drifting in that, that, that whole like conscious state, that um, you saw your son. Yeah. You saw your son through that, and the... And it's almost like that, that snapped me out of it. Yeah, and that well, that it sounded like that was the kicker for you. It right? was. Like it was like I can't leave him here. Well, that's what I remember. Because that's powerful. I, I was in this place where I just felt so warm and comfortable, and I was like, you know, I'm just go to sleep. And that was the, and it wasn't a voice, but it was just a feeling, and a, and everything was warm because I was frozen, and then I went yeah. to just just so comfortable, and the pain had stopped, and I was just comfortable. And I was happy. So, do you reckon and you you do you reckon you were all close to death then, man? I don't understand it. You know, I, I can't. But it's, that's it's, where I was. And then all like of a sudden, I heard Kai. And then I was like, and then I just saw him, and I couldn't hear him speaking to me. He was just there. All of a sudden, I don't know how it came about, but he's just there, and I'm like, shit! I've got to get Kai to bloody top of Everest, far out. I've got to look after him. Boom! You know, and that's get. get get me get me something like and that's when I had the Endura and then someone had my backpack so give put my backpack on me and they're going you can't carry this mate and I said put it on me I said I'm not having someone else carry it for me otherwise I might as well get on the donkey 
So I said, just put it on me. I've got my walking sticks. You guys go. I'll, I'll, I'll get there. And then they were like, mate, you're not going to be able to do this. And I went, I'll be fine. I'm with Dipak. And Dipak said, oh, I've got him. You go, you go, you go. And he went, oh, and I was so slow. And I'd been the leader. I was the one that was rallying around everyone to yep. this point. Now I'm this weak, vulnerable guy. Yep who everyone's worried about, freaking out. Because they said to Kai originally, because I'd collapse at the back, and they said, mate, your old man's not good, you better get back. And he said, oh, fuck, that'll be fine, you'll be mucking around. They said, no, no, he's not good. And they said, okay, but honestly, you, you don't know that, he'll be fine. So he came back, and then he and then he was like, shit. And he said, he just thought, this isn't good. So. <laughs> I mean, like, have you have you uh, had the chance? Like, I imagine you, you have, but have you had the chance to like talk with Kai, like, about that whole that whole yeah, process of how how he felt in that moment as well? We did like, a little bit. We well, we probably did a fair bit then, but he just yeah, he was just like because that'd be a watershed moment for him but as well forget, as a young man. Like, he's also busted. So yeah. altitude, none of it, we were forgetting people's names. Like, we, we were forgetting who our favorite team was. Like it was nuts. Isn't like, it amazing just what like those environmental like forget? The, the, just the changing well, conditions. The Americans, that we were talking, because we talk gridiron all the time, and he couldn't remember his favourite player, the quarterback, and he was trying to remember his name. And wow. we were just forgetting shit. Kai was probably even worse than me. Yeah. And I'm just forgetting. You had to put your bag out, mate. They take it today. Oh, I thought I did. <laughs> no, you got to I tell you what, um, shout outs to that amazing human being in your, um, in your guide. Uh, what, what is it, Deepak? Deepak, yeah. Deepak. After hearing this story, it helped reinforce upon me the power of shared experience and overcoming adversity. That it is often in times of weakness that we find our true strength. Bruno, those kind of stories, uh, that's the, that's the gem. And people will listen to that, dude. Well, dude, you've had me, you know, enraptured for the last however long it happens to be, for the last 15 minutes, dude. And then even before that, just talking about the stuff. Um, people want to hear that. Yeah, they I really guess do. that's what I They're real, authentic yeah, stories. Share like some stuff and understand that it's it's hard now because there's life's ups and, ups yeah. and downs. And I guess I try and keep pretty positive and upbeat. Mm. Um, but, geez, you go through some downs. And well, it's, it's basically about... How's your mojo? Where yeah. are you getting your mojo from? Because we do, we've got those peaks and those troughs. And what do you do to overcome those particular, the troughs? Because to this perception that you can live your life entirely on this upwards trend, it's unrealistic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not sustainable. Sooner or later, we come off those highs and then we need to remind ourselves that it's okay. That's perfectly mm. fine to, to have those moments where, you know, you might be feeling, you know, vulnerable or weaker or, you know, just plain all out rubbish. But it's in those moments, there's just as much that you can learn in that particular space there as you can when you're up here feeling awesome about yourself. When you're feeling crap, it's like, well, far out. That's, that can be where I think some of the, like, the, the most powerful lessons in life can be learned. Well, I think... Look, when I was a young fella, I was just starting uni and my, my dad passed away that time and, and that's when I had to get different coping stuff because it was all pretty, lots of things happened at once and yep. it was pretty low and you know, and, and you go different places and I guess for me it was about, and that's where I'm finding those, like I say it and we say it, mojo rich environment, that's how I did it. So I'd go and, go and find stuff and, and, and do things that made me feel good and 
and a, and a lot of that was all around sport and, and fitness and, and health and that's just me. Mm. Um, but I'd just do stuff or just have fun, I suppose, and the laugh and 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 that's it's a pretty simple process. But what I found is the more of those sorts of things I did, the more I could take on or the more I could cope, the more upbeat I was. And I guess that's I still carry that forward now. And I guess what we're trying to do is to share we've got four random guys with who do different stuff to find their mojo um we're trying to go together as well because we we never plan to come together we just mm. have and at the moment you know on a friday we get together and and it does help no matter where our mojo is at it does pick it up mm. um and we're trying to share that and then i've discovered on this journey like i've just said to you is that we can drill a little bit deeper and find a little bit more and share, maybe give some tools out there about um, how to find your major. Maybe even, who knows, one of these days we might say something funny. That would be awesome. <laughs> that people could laugh with it yeah, as well. absolutely. So it doesn't feel like it's, it's one constant serious note. Absolute, absolutely. But, but not deliberately, but, but that's mm. how, and that's how I cope, is to laugh at silly little things. And I enjoy that, and that's what, what, what helps me find my mojo. So as promised last week, we, we said that we were going to try to go live um, with this. Yeah, and, um, and, we, and we got some stuff with I the other, th- other members I, of our team. I, I think that we um, we got some successful some successful stuff there. Hopefully like the, the audio will translate clearly when it comes through in the final edit. Um, but um, I think I think you're going to love hearing some of the words that we've, uh, we've got from Ludi. Yeah, well, Ludi's rocked up on his on his Harley, which was really cool. <laughs> Pretty special. Uh, and yeah, it was it was interesting, wasn't it? Because we all rocked up different times a little bit. Like, uh, and and this is where we're coming from. So how right from the start, how do you look at this place through different lenses? Mm-hmm. So we were there first, even though we left last because we went. I went and picked you up, and um, and then. So we rock up in our little car, got a park right at the front, how good's that? Um, we had Doc, he's strolling around trying to find a park, which is a little bit frustrating for him to get there. Mm. And then Lutz comes up later on after we're already in there on the Harley, yep. and because he's on the Harley, he can park right out in front, it's got sort of made right for out the front. Yeah. Like, so he, he, he was, he was very, very happy. So, so he was upbeat the whole time, because like, I think the ride there <laughs> helped him find his mojo. So, um, yeah, so it's a... Well, I think that um, I think we can actually cut to cut to Lutz right now to hear what his initial take on a, how, what his mojo was like coming up, come to the event, um, yep. not the event, but the, the place itself, and uh, some of his initial takes on the. On, Brilliant! All right, let's um, yeah, let's cut it, cut it out to him. Any thoughts about where the mojo might be coming for you this week at all? Like, are you feeling it from any particular direction? Like, Lutz, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you pretty much first, man, because. Um, Dude, I saw you rock up today, man, and you're on your bike. You're Harley, where you know we're at a, we're at a, you know, it's like a, it's not like a place, but it's oh no, that was that bloke. It's got a little bit of a rockabilly vibe. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's I just want to Rick's. I mean, it's been a place that anyone who's into their their cars or their bikes. Thank you. um, A bit of rock and roll. It's been a hangout spot here for for many years. They rock Um, and roll here. Yeah, yeah. Open mic was on uh, last night. Did you sing? Well, I I may have got up there and had a warble or two. Wow, what'd you sing? My Sharona. I would have thought that. If I had to guess, I would have gone My Sharona. I was going to go with Back in Black, but classic. I thought I'd save that for next week. I actually sang once. I used to be. 
did a little bit of a thing on a cruise ship, but not a, a story ship. for another time. Oh, <laughs> I think there's definitely a story for another day. But um, yeah, you know, so Rick's has got that vibe um, out the front there. You know, um, my fat boy's parked out the front there. Um, alongside a couple of other nice bikes, we've got an old hot rod out the front there. Um, I think it's an old Ford Tudor. Yeah, I saw it. Um, looking pretty sweet. These guys do uh, they do a moonlight cruise once a week too. So if you like your old cars and bikes, it's it's the place to be. Good, Come down, good gym. yeah, see some real steel. So this isn't like the moonlight cruise that I was singing on. This is a different sort of. I cruise. don't think this is quite uh, police academy moonlight cruises. This is uh, you know. <laughs> Real, real men. We were on the ocean. Men and their chicks. No, we were on the ocean. <laughs> Not in the blue oyster. <laughs> no Actually, just shout out to the rest of my band members right. too. Um, it was uh, fruit tingles. <laughs> no, true. And this is a guy who this has a, a problem story. with banana beers. True story. <laughs> true story. We, we, we lit can, it up. Can we, anyway. can we save the true story for another okay. time? Just for the time. Yeah, no, no, I've not. Um, no, not that, not that I don't love the story, bro. But um, the um, the mojo man, like, was it was it coming from the fact that you were able to get on the bike, man, on a Friday Absolutely. afternoon? And yeah, I mean, what better day of the week to ride? You know, to work from work on on the bike. Fantastic. The rain's held off. Um, the bike's been down at Farrow's. Local boys in Nambour. Shout um, out. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, Set of mechanics down, down in Farrow's. Uh, yeah. Highly yeah. recommended. Yeah. You, okay. yeah. Did you do your bike? Yeah, my, my brother rides a Harley and nice. he, he gets all his work done at, at, down in Farrow's. So. so we're just, I feel like I'm in a biking gang here with you boys. I know. <laughs> so you better watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> watch for a back. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Ooh. Ooh. We got some push bikes. Do you reckon we'd fit in? No? Yeah. Maybe. No, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Maybe a little less lycra, a little more leather. Oh, <laughs> I wear leather on my pushy. Does that count? Wow. It's a bad each way. A lot yeah. of people look at me funny though. Is that a not a done thing, wearing a motorbike helmet on a push bike? <laughs> oh, I think it's probably the fact that you've got the open face helmet and it looks like a tennis ball in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> With a fake rat's tail hanging out the back. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, the, change my look. The mojo's come from uh, getting back on the bike this week. We've had a bit of rain, so it's been nice to throw a leg over and... Um, Get up the highway. You get on the bike as well. (laughs) 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 One track mind this fella. Good form, good form. First impressions, walked in, let's get real. Alright, now now comes. This place is popular and it's awesome. we took a fair while to come in because Wongi was taking a heap of photos because there's so much to photograph and we want to put it up on the site for you. It is. It's a really photographic place. Well, it's, it's, it's a good it is, spot. It is a genuine garage. That's mm. the whole backstory of Rips. and his wife, they bought it as a garage, spun some spanners for a few years, paid a bit off and then... But it's not uh, like it's... So Rips are real dude? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you still see him here sometimes. But right now, if we come in now, this is... I'll, I actually like the vibe. We've got a little bit of music playing. You go straight up and get a drink. When we were here, it was packed. Yeah, it I, was, yeah. yeah I had to line up for Hey! hey. Wow. <laughs> Boys are here. There you go, mate. Hey, everyone likes Bruno. Peter, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. Yeah. Mm. Just some, um, some fellow subscribers uh, coming onto the scene there, Peter. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th- it was <laughs> pretty busy. Um, we we got maybe one of the last tables. 
Well, the lucky day, I'm glad we got the C. And I lined up for a fair while to get a beer, which is interesting. So, it's so good. People were coming along. Does that pick up the mojo, the vibe for you, or did it drop Absolutely. it down? No, no, mm. I, I think you need a vibe. You need a hum. You need people. Um, people lift up other people. And so, you don't have to know someone. If, you, if you're in a group of people that all having a good time you're gonna your lift yeah, is absolutely gonna lift yeah. it's gonna lift mojo that's it definitely oh look this is just it's a fun place to be you know swinging there's some old cars some old rock and roll people having a good time yeah um, and cool we had a not hard to be happy here a no, couple no, of no. subscribers just yelled out them before when they walked in just getting a part of it because they've been on the site hey Bruto, that's cool yeah, picks us up it is good it is really good i love there was like a, an older couple that pulled up in there you know, on the Harleys. That was cool. Oh, that was cool. I liked she it. Was, like, I thought yeah, she was going to pop a wheelie. Yeah, they were just loving it. And it's like, oh, it's cool. Nice mm. day out. You come with your partner, you know, even though the weather's not fantastic today. But and you know what? There's something different every time you come. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just around the corner from Rick's at Namble. And uh, every time I come past here, there's Harleys out the front. There's classic cars. Um, the Brisbane Ferrari Club was up here the other weekend. Oh, wow. Nice. So there would have been 15 or 20 Ferraris. Are you a member of that? The Ferrari Club? Mm. I'm an honorary member. Alrighty, so, okay, so dudes, um, just getting to think about something or one thing that actually stood out for you uh, coming here to Risk Garage, so that you would like to give as a shout out of sorts. Well, I actually got to park right out the front. So did I. Yeah, so. That's pretty good for me. I walked five metres from a car, I was inside ready, ready to order. Yep, beautiful. Makes it nice and easy. Uh, yeah. Is it good and when you're on a bike too, I imagine, because you can just kind of absolutely kickstand uh, down. VIP parking out the front of the bikes. Yep. There's a couple of nice rides there today. Tell me, is it a bit of a kick when you, when you can pull your bike right up at the front of an establishment like this, give it a bit of a blat, you know, as you're backing it in and everything, you know that you've got people sitting at the front. I thought they only got one way. Yeah, Oh, uh, we got a few tricks up our sleeve. Nice. Did you get a bit of a kick out of that. Yeah, I'm pretty Flintstone backwards. <laughs> yeah, get, absolutely. Yeah, I get a you kick know. out of that, giving a bit of. <laughs> that, that's what it's about. It's about the mojo. It's about having a bit of fun. It's Friday. Yeah, let the hair down if you've got some. Um, bit hard to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Wow. I think you've let your hair down a bit too much, mate. It's all wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I wasn't using it. So <laughs> <laughs> Just get in the way. Yeah. I'll tell you what they want. Holding you back. One thing I do like about Rick's, um, they've just opened up the new whiskey bar where we're sitting upstairs. Yep. Indeed. Um, what did you notice there, Doc? Something about the, the drink selection? Was the was it the biggest on the coast? Well, I don't know about the biggest on the coast, but they do have a nice wall um, of various different whiskies up there. Um, uh, so much so that they need a little ladder to get, get to every single That's bottle. Incredible. So I was loving that. Um, you don't want to just be saddled with the same old whiskey every every time. So. Is that what got for you when you walked in? You went, oh, hold on. Well, no, I actually had to find that out. I, it's always good to explore the place, the venue that you go to, because you never know what you're missing out on. If you just sit, come in, sit down in the obvious place, you could be missing out on a on a whole world of fun. And I tell you what, missing in a whole world of fun. I've just seen the waitress walk past. Mm. Those kids down there have got. I reckon that has got to be the biggest. Sunday. I don't know, is that even oh, an ice cream sundae, is it a milkshake? It's it's about three stories tall. So we've got so you bring the kids along. Absolutely. Whiskey bar, ice cream, thick shakes, 
Big burgers. Burgers oh, size of a house. How good were the burgers? These guys, they've got a whiskey bar, they've got a restaurant. Now they've even got a bakery next door. They're baking their own buns. Mm. Nice buns. Nice buns, yeah. Mm. Yep, they were good. Onion ring in there as well. This is living, Barry. Alright. What about you, Wong? Well, I would have said the convenience factor was pretty good, to be honest, because I got driven here. <laughs> yeah, I was convenient. I was liking that. No, no, I don't have too much to offer in that department at the moment. Okay. Nice. So. Thanks, Riggs. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get to choose through your lens, think about this. If you click Wong Venerate with Wong Venerate. It, it might be empty. Yeah, I'd, I'd get on Bruto Venerate. Have a click with him. I'll tell you what the best beers are. I'm going to start that. Going to get a little bit of a beer tasting form on there at some point, so you can rate their beers as well. Um, and that's where we're headed. Stay tuned. Look for the website. It'll be coming up soon. All right. Well, I, I reckon I, I, what I like about Rick's is the fact bringing all that stuff that you guys have been talking about there is the diversity that the place has. There's there's a, mm. a, a whole bunch of things that you can you can bring. Well, that the place offers in terms of what you're after on your, your visit here. You can bring the family here. You can come with your mates for a, for a beer and a feed. You can, you know, if you're wanting to dabble in the whiskey bar and listen to some live music, they've got it here too. So it's it's good on the diversity factor. And Is Friday, it... the, I saw there while we are in the whiskey bar, uh, Happy Hour starts uh, very shortly, I think. So we weren't allowed to be happy earlier? <laughs> Immediately oh, after I jumped in a bit early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was oh, happy pretty just, early. You're a happy kind of bloke, right? <laughs> There's only one hour that you're allowed to be happy. So if, if that's happy hour, what are Being we in now? Hour. Are we in angry hour? No, no, we're warm up hour. Warm up. <laughs> yeah. So we should be doing some stretches. Uh, yep. Lead the way. <laughs> lead the way. Stretch. Lead the way. And <laughs> So I, I had someone write in to me and said, so you four random guys, but is it true Doc brings the brains because he's got a PhD? Is that true you got a PhD? Yeah, but I don't like to tout that. Is it true you're smart? Much, but, oh, oh yeah, I'm real fully smart. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what we call the street smarts, isn't it, Doc? So when you see the Mojo yeah, well, we'll Meter... We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so it's fair to say the Mojo Meter has a PhD behind it, so... It's not easy to calculate these no, scores. No, they're, they're the real no, deal. No, Doc, Doc, you've been calculating this really complex algorithm to calculate Look, our the scores. The number crunching is, is something that we have to do behind the scenes, and but um, I think it's, it's all worth it, guys, for you guys to get a genuine and accurate uh, rating from wherever we go. Mm. So our algorithm will be it. on that score, but we'd love to hear from the punters to see if they can match the algorithm. How cool would that be? Go and venerate somewhere near you, send it through to venerate.com. Hey, you know what I'm loving about the, what venerate is like, so the punters can do now? Yeah. Um, you can actually get onto the website now and on the, much on the, on the homepage you can click on venerate now. I think yeah. Ludi's going there right now for himself and yeah, it's, a really, it's a really straightforward process, isn't it, buddy? Venurate.com, um, that's venue but without the E. So V-E-N-U, right, all one word, dot com. Um, jump on there, click on hit venue right now. Yep, and you will be laughing. Yeah, it's a piece of cake, dude. It's, it's like a drag and drop thing. Um, you just chuck where you've been, the time of day you've been there, and that'll migrate into the system and we'll start, you know. You might have venurator of the week starting to come up. Yeah. Anyone who almost matches the, our, our mojo meter. Yeah. 
Probably. Even if you're not matching, like if you want to give your own take on what you think these places are, because part of this whole experience and this journey is finding out the energy that works for you at that particular time and you know what might be working for us at a particular it, point. It might. is, and I guess that's what we want. As a group, it's pretty cool. You get into your venue, right? you jump in yeah. and your venue and just see where it's at. And then you're starting to build up this, this sort of a resume of places you've been to and a little bit of a reference point of what you gave it. And that's what we're, we're all about. Well, I think it's all about what's right. What's now. right now? now. Yeah. Yeah. What's right now? Yeah. Like it. So Venue Raiders, that wraps it up for another week. If you'd like to see how Ricks did on the overall mojo meter, don't forget that you can check it out at VenueRate.com. And also, remember that you can join in the Venue Rate experience as well by getting out there and finding places that give you your mojo. We'd love to hear from you and how you're going, so drop us a line on any of our socials. I'm Wongi, thanks for joining us and keep smiling.